It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Soldiers Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Kitts. Hey, what we're going to do today is kind of unusual. We're going to devote an entire show to just our movie of the week. We've done that once before. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've done it before. Yeah, because um, there isn't really anything we're that interested in going to see and review right now. This stuff's coming, though. Stuff's coming. we got got uh, lots of stuff coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, Marvel, Captain Marvel. we got a man, a whole bunch of movies and stuff coming out, TV, stuff like that. Um, we could talk a little bit about what we're watching right now, what we're really interested in. I think the two shows I'm most interested in right now are, uh, The Passage mm-hmm. and, uh, The Oracle. I think there's some great writing going on in those shows, but I'm just going to leave it at that. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I love both of those. Um, I think we talked about a little bit about The Orville. No, we, yeah, we talked a little bit about it in our, uh. In our uh, new, uh, what we're looking forward to, or our oh, favorite yeah. of 2018. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. We did. A little but, bit. But the Orville, man, that's a, that's a really amazing show, because they're they're basically getting the feel of uh, Next Generation. I mean, it feels like Next Generation, but the satire is more modern, and um, it's satire. I mean, it's, it's really just satire, the whole show. Um, I think it's fun that some of the things they, they mess with on the show and just kind of make you think about. Um, and the passage is just straight up vampire show. Yeah, it's it's a vampire show, but it's like a mix of horror and sci-fi with yeah. some with some you know some action and, and adventure. It's more it's modern. Got a, yeah, it's got a lot of different. Yeah, a lot of different uh, kind of a mix of genres. Right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, our movie of the week, jumping right into it, is a little movie made. Was it? 2009. 2009. And it's The Wyvern. The Wyvern. Or just called Wyvern. (laughs) Wyvern. 2009. Um, You can watch this right now on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, It actually happens to be the last movie that, uh, what was his name again? Don S. Davis. Don S. Davis made. And uh, again, he's playing a colonel. Um... You're like watching the movie, going, "Oh, so that's where the colonel went when he retired." Um, from from Twin Peaks, we're talking about. From Twin Peaks, he was in Twin Peaks. Yeah, he's in Twin Peaks, but he was also on Stargate. Oh, really? And he played a colonel on Stargate too. Oh, okay. And uh, everybody's favorite colonel, besides, uh, you know, Richard Dean Anderson, um, was him, Donis Davis. Was, uh, really loved that show. It was one of my favorite shows on TV. Was uh, Stargate SG One. I really loved it. Um, <clears throat> but this movie, basically, uh, the polar ice caps are melting or whatever, and it releases the wyvern, <laughs> which is really just a drake. Let's just get the whole dragon thing straight, all right? Okay. Dragons have four legs and two wings. Wyverns, or drakes, have... Two wings, like their arms, you know, and two legs. But, you know, if you play Skyrim, you got dragons. But they're not dragons. They're drakes. Mm-hmm. There's a whole thing. And then there's the worm, which is a giant dragon, like an old, old dragon, mm-hmm. like an elder dragon. It's called a worm. 
Um, and then there's there's young dragons, and wyverns aren't really dragons. They're wyver they're uh, they're drakes that don't breathe fire. So the dragon in this doesn't breathe fire once. So I yeah. guess they kept that straight. But I mean. The CGI on the dragon was really, really poor. Yeah, but I mean, this is like a really low-budget movie. Yeah, um, and it wasn't like, uh, you know, I mean, Jurassic Park, original Jurassic Park was better than the CGI. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, Jurassic Park holds up pretty well. It does. Still so. to this day holds up pretty well. The CGI on that, you can't really, it's still tough to tell what CGI and what's not, you know. Um, okay, so premise of the film. Richard, go ahead. You tell... Talk about the plot, so, basically. basically, a wyvern gets loose, and they're like... <laughs> from a glacier. In, in, from a glacier in Alaska. Uh-huh. Some town, a little bitty town in Alaska. Um, Beaver's Pelt. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Um, that, is that That's what the, was, that the was, name of the town. Oh, okay. Beaver's Pelt, Alaska. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, he gets, in Canada, he, gets, he gets loose, and there's some nonsense about... North mythology yeah. that that this old man named Hoss just knows. Hoss. Um, Who plays Hoss again? I don't know the guy's name. Oh, I've he's seen a character him. actor. He's been yeah, in tons I've been of in stuff. stuff. He's like in that show. He's like in that show. Him. Close the closer. Yeah. As like uh, I forget Kara Sedgwick's <laughs> character's name, but she was like his cranky her cranky father. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, <coughs> he's done me. a lot. Yeah, he's been. He's a character actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. When you see him, you're like, "Oh, that guy." But anyway, that's basically the plot. It it comes loose and it's just eating everybody in the town. Um, First thing I noticed was, you know, I finished watching season three of of Man in the High Castle recently, and there's this part. Oh, Barry Corbin. That's who plays. Oh, okay. Barry Corbin. Okay, so um, uh, there's like this part in season three where there's like this kind of community where these Jewish people are hiding out and they're all pretending to be Catholics and um, it is the exact same set that they used in this film <laughs> the exact there's no mistaking yeah. it other other than that you know they've kind of made it a little brighter in this film than the other one it's just like an old dusty town type set in in man of the Hat castle but it's the exact same one yeah which makes me wonder, was this actually in Alaska? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't shoot shoot uh, Man in the High Castle in Alaska. Um, so, basically that. And there's some town barbecue. And they got, like, the bit in here that they have. Like, they, this is, like, something they do in old sitcoms and family dramas and stuff. Like, some kind of trouble happens in town, and the sheriff's like, well, looks like we're going to have to cancel the town festival. And he's like, no, Sheriff, we can't cancel the town festival. It's all we got to do. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. <laughs> so that old, that old. And his, just, the, the, um, the thing is, there's also like a sheriff that's pretty much inept. And then his deputy is this, man, I felt it was really bad. It was a stereotypical the lazy uh, deputy. Lazy deputy, which is played by this lady who is, I think she's Eskimo or something. Yeah, she, what, what's, and it's her not accent, called Eskimo. It's, it's not Eskimo. Uh, it's called something else. Illusion? Uh, um, she's, uh, but anyway, she's, she's terrible in this movie. I mean, she's <laughs> yeah. just like the worst 
She has no line delivery. Her lines are delivered so flat, and it's I don't know if it's because of accent or what, but I mean it's just really. I that think girl I think needs it was supposed to acting skills. Well, I think that was intentional because she's supposed uh, to like the lazy deputy who's hey, just kind of chief. Like, hey, chief, uh, what are you doing? She's like sleeping in the car when he's trying to get her on the comp, <laughs> and he's like, Deb- I can't remember his name, Debbie. I'm just gonna say Debbie. I don't. Know <laughs> Debbie, Debbie, come in, Debbie. De- and he goes, wake up, Debbie. He's like, he didn't know she's asleep in the car. Uh, no, her name is Deputy Barnes. <laughs> Deputy Barnes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and um, Aaron Tarpluk, Carpluk, Carpluk? I don't know how you say her name. Aaron Carpluk, who plays Claire in the movie. She's the love interest where nothing ever happens. Um, this redheaded girl. Uh, every, her facial expressions, like, every time you see her, her facial expressions of fear look like she's about to vomit. Yeah. Like, it's the weirdest expressions on her face all the time. And I couldn't really nail down exactly what it was supposed to be. I think she's trying to be scared, but it comes across as, like, being sick at her stomach or something. Maybe she smelled a bad odor or something like that. I'm not really sure. But, uh, I mean, the acting in this, I mean, it's got Nick Ch- uh, Nick Chinland. Yeah, he's also, plays Jake. A, he's also a character actor. He's been a lot of he's been in a ton of stuff yeah a ton and, of stuff mostly a, on tv yeah but you know he also was, yeah he was on Grimm for a while oh yeah and he's he's been on uh but the movies he's been in i mean he was in uh training day um and chronicles of riddick oh yeah i think plays he tombs was, i think he, i think he was in that movie ultraviolet uh yeah yeah um i think he was a villain in ultraviolet right yeah yeah um, maybe I'm not seeing that on his IMDb though, so maybe not. But uh, but he's been in a lot of movies, but most of it's like just, you know, character actor stuff. I mean, he's he's not really been had a leading role before, and I think this is like his leading role. But I found him to be pretty pretty weak as well. His character is really yeah. weak. He's like I'm a hard I'm a nice road trucker. Yeah, I'm my brother was killed, and I blame myself. <laughs> It's just, it's just really, uh, that whole thing was just, he has this whole monologue where he sits there for a while and he talks about his brother <laughs> dying He's like, in the ice road trucker yeah, accident. It's, yeah. It's, First like, the back end went in and then the ice water started coming up and it felt like icy tendrils <laughs> grabbing claws, grabbing at you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. No, wait, he was an ultraviolet. Okay. Yeah, he was an ultraviolet, but uh, he's kind of a he's kind of a poor man's. I don't know. He kind of reminds you a little bit of like a Christian Slater kind of deal, or kind of a I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of, I don't know. Kind of reminds me of Christian Slater a little bit, but uh, but yeah, he walks around with like a broken hand through most of the movie. But the way they kill the wyvern, though. There's some great lines in this. Mm. Some really my funny. Fa- my favorite line is, uh, I'm as awake as a steer with a stick up its rear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, what, Claire's like, would you look at yourselves? A truck driver, a DJ, a retired colonel, and a hillbilly. And then Haas is like, yeah, hey, who are you calling a hillbilly? He says, Haas, you made your own fur jacket. <laughs> You made your own fur jacket. That that qualifies you as a hillbilly. Yeah, I guess <laughs> so. so. I guess. 
But he's like, yeah, there's like, where does it come from? And he goes into like this huge monologue about North mythology. And so yeah, he's about like, so like kind the, of, uh, the gods like froze the wyvern. Yeah, yeah froze it because in it, because uh, they created it to like, have for some purpose. And it just started eating women and children and stuff. Yeah, it was supposed like, to out of like, control. it was supposed to like protect them or something. <laughs> and protect people or something. Mm-hmm. And just did it. One thing that was a real problem for me, too, was uh, there's this doctor, right, at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. He gets attacked by the wyvern, and then you don't see him. Like, till almost the end of the movie, and then it shows him laying by the nest of uh, the wyvern, and his arm is missing, because they find his arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, he wakes up, and you're like, that guy should be dead. There's no way that guy survived. And he only survives long enough to just explain to them that there are eggs. Yeah. That the wyvern is laying eggs. The funniest moment in the movie for me, though, the funniest unintentionally funny moment, was the bit where they find the arm of the guy, right? And they're all gathered inside the diner because they're talking about the wyvern, like what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And in walks the lazy deputy with the arm in her hand, in her, in her arms, cradling it like a baby. And everybody sees it and just goes, oh my God! They all start freaking out. He's like, get that thing out of here. And she's like, what? I thought... What? I thought you wanted it in here. Um, that's a pretty funny moment. <clears throat> but it is, in some aspects, watchable. It's watchable for a laugh, mm-hmm. honestly. What really sells the, <laughs> the, the creature is the, the CGI with the stuttering frame rate. Yes, it definitely has stuttering frame rate. You, <laughs> this, let's just put it this way. This wyvern, uh, Skyrim had better graphics for for dragons than this movie did Mm. i mean it was pretty bad so go check it out wyvern uh amazon prime and for nothing else to see don s davis's last performance and to see don s davis standing on his porch with his robe open yeah that that uh, was one of the things i thought was like really weird like a a moose head just like drops down in mutilated moose head just drops down from the sky into the jacuzzi and he gets angry and he's like dang kids or whatever and it's like the kids are doing pranks like how how do you think they're dropping a moose head from the sky it's like (laughs) ah that's just those kids doing pranks like okay whatever kids all right so go check it out um maybe we'll have something to review next time uh, until then, I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots.